Welcome to the Foreign Object Podcast. I'm your host, Anuay Judo, alongside my co-host, as always, Walk with Gio on Twitter. And this is the podcast where we stand John Cena, even when he's washed. Uh, not me, though. He's washed. Yeah, very Which washed. something I didn't bring up last week that I probably should have, because I was talking about it, like, all week. But he's washed. Um, yeah. In-ring, on the mic, he's wa- hairstyle-wise. Yeah. He's washed. The only thing he hasn't washed is his shirts. Because... <laughs> and his jorts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we get to that, um, any news out there before we get into Raw and SmackDown this week? Um, there's not too much news about wrestling right now. People are still kind of talking about AEW and Kenny Omega, you know, same old, same old. Um, but probably one of the bigger stories, there's a rumor... Everything we... This is a rumor, okay? Okay. That the Revival asked for their release from the WWE. Yeah, uh, when I saw that, I wasn't sure if it was true or not because I do um, partake in a group on Facebook that spreads some pretty, like, dumb news that's not real and rumors and whatnot. So I wasn't sure. I think that's where I seen it this morning. Um, Hopefully they... Decide not. Uh, hopefully, that's not true. And right. It's just yeah, rumors. yeah. Yeah. Um, because I really, I think they're dope. I think they're good in ring on the mic. They uh, they could use a little bit of work on mic, but I think this week they were pretty good on. The yeah, mic. and they were really good. I think with um, Lucha House Party, I think they did had a really good match with them. Um, but it just depends, like, where they want to be, um, in the company. Right, because that's ultimately what matters, is the individuals and whatnot, and, um, especially right now with the rise of a new, um, promotion in America, it makes it a little bit easier for guys to decide, uh, whether or not to leave the WWE. Yeah, it makes it easier because nobody wants to go to Impact. I'm pretty sure that's already. Uh, yeah, I don't. In I don't think WWE. anybody's willing to take the step back from WWE to Impact because Impact's kind of just like this. I don't know. It, it's it's been better these last maybe year and a half. Yeah, because Impact still, is now Lucha Underground. So. Right, but it's still a huge step down when you've already been in the WWE. Yeah, I agree. Um. Aside from that, nothing else that I've seen. Um, we did watch the NXT UK Takeover. Yeah. Would you? What was your thoughts on that show? Oh, it was it was cool. It was all right. It was good. Um, and that's coming from someone who doesn't necessarily watch the NXT UK show. Yeah. Um, and isn't really too familiar with most of the um, you know, roster. But it was it was cool. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm in the same position. I haven't watched um, the NXT UK show often, but I'm a big mark for the UK superstars, um, specifically Pete Dunn, um, Peter Dunn, right? Uh, Mustache Mountain, they're amazing, right? Uh, who else? Um, a few other people. Uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Kevin Ash. Big, <laughs> big mark for him. Um, one surprise was Finn Balor was on there, which was pretty cool. 
He yeah, went yeah, against yeah. his uh, protege, Finn Balor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that guy's uh, first name, but it's something um, Devlin. Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin. Which Devlin? Devit. Devlin. Pretty Devitt, close. Pretty um, close. I've always said that guy needs to do something with his look, and you know, I mean, he just looks like a Finn Balor clone wannabe. Oh uh, yeah, 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 for sure. It's one yeah. thing to be someone's protege, but I think when I think more of a reason for him to change his look and stuff like that is because he's his protege. Yeah, you want to stand out and you don't want to be in the shadows. All, yeah, you don't want to be in the shadows. You don't always want to be known as Finn Balor's protege. Yeah. Um so you, you know, I think he I, I agree he needs to change it up uh change the looks up, yeah. Um We'll be talking a lot more about Finn Balor later in the podcast. Um, in the main event, what'd you think about the main event? Um, it was okay. I enjoyed it. It wasn't the best. Yeah. Um, I think the match was that right before it. Tony Storm versus Ray Ripley. I don't know if that was right before. Yeah. I think that was a stronger match. I like that one. But the main event was good too. Um, Pete Dunn versus Coffee Coffee. Yeah. Joe Coffee. Um, the chant during that match, though, a lot of people liked it. I have very strong opinions on it. Okay. Uh, so they were chanting, are you watching Vince McMahon? Are you watching? Um, almost in a way, like, I don't know, I guess people on Twitter were kind of trying to explain it. Like they're chanting that cause this is, what do we want to see on their, on Vince's product? What's that is his product. Of course he's watching it. You know, even a minuscule amount. Yeah. It's still his pro. What's the point of trying to say, Fetsu Man, this is what we want, when you're, do- you're, you're doing it at a show that Vince's name is on? Because it yeah. has the WWE brand to it. It's his name attached to it. He probably, he 100% has to have, like, a say over something with you know, the UK, even if it's, a well, small yeah, because thing. it's his money backing. It. Right. He's not yeah. going to put money into something that he doesn't exactly. agree with. So I just think that chant was stupid and another way for the marks to try to get themselves over. Yeah. Um, I think that match was great. And I think in my opinion, I really liked it, but I think also going to what you were saying about the chant, are you watching Vince McMahon? I think they're, So, the way I look at it now is you shouldn't look at the WWE and feel like they should all these shows like NXT UK, NXT, um, 205 Live, and then the main roster, Raw and SmackDown. I think we should just stop calling it main main roster. I think that's what they're going for anyways. So, Raw and SmackDown and all those other shows that I just mentioned, I feel like I missed out on some, but... Because it feels like they have millions and millions of things. Right, yeah, they really um, do. I think we should look at them all as a... Like, complete different shows. Just like we would look at Impact, Lucha Underground. You pick and choose what you like and watch what you like. I don't think... I think that they need to intend it to where... They're not forcing every piece of their product to you. Right? Right, yeah. So, they kind of fell into the space where they have different things for different types of audiences. 
if you like the style that NXT brings to the table, then that's what you should watch and stop watching the SmackDown and Raw show because that's not catered to you. If yeah, that's not that's what fair. you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? So stop coming into, you know, stop tweeting Monday nights what you don't like and just stop watching the show. Right. Just watch well, yeah, what you yeah. like. Don't you say, get what I'm saying? Oh, NXT is way better than Raw. Well, then just watch NXT. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the same, because I noticed that NXT UK, I feel like probably not now because everyone's kind of on a high of the UK superstars and all that. Um, and the branding of it and everything. I noticed myself that NXT and NXT UK are very different styles of wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, in my opinion, I feel like it's a much slower pace than what NXT brings. Yeah. NXT UK is much closer to Raw and SmackDown style of wrestling than it is to NXT. Yeah. So, I can see somewhere, like, in the future, people saying that NXT UK is not as good as NXT. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's the same thing for 205 Live. I think 205 Live is good, it's just not for everyone, because it it's good for people that want to see 205 Live, like cruiserweights wrestle against each other. Me right, personally, yeah. I want to see them mixed into other superstars. I don't want to just see people that have the same style fight against each other. Right, yeah. So I think going forward, I think... The company has to make that clear. Uh, Somehow. I don't, I don't think... I don't. I think they've already made it clear, though. Because... I don't know. Because because they are separated by brands, I think they made them yeah. clear. You know? And of course, it they're a business, so they want you to watch everything right, yeah. at some point. Right. You know? But I think us as the fans have to realize that. Yeah. You have to step part. back and, and... I mean... Cause I'm not, I don't watch ROH because I feel like it doesn't fully cater to what I enjoy. Right. Yeah. 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 I agree. I think people need to figure out what they like. Yeah. NXT, UK, 205, Raw, or SmackDown. I think you could like them all separately. I think you could like all of them at the same time, but I don't think you should use one as an example for the others. Exactly. Because, I mean, that's like watching, like, you're you're watching, I don't know, what's a TV show? Modern Family. And you're like, oh, I wish this was a lot, yeah, I wish this was a lot more like, uh, like, I don't know. The Simpsons. The Simpsons, yeah. They're two completely different shows for two completely different audiences. and Yeah. But neither of them are the longest weekly episodic television show. <laughs> In so, history, you're right. Let's get into Monday Night Raw. Me, personally, I think it was a really good show. Um, really great episode, in my opinion. <laughs> I feel like, other than the moment of bliss, nothing else bored me throughout the whole show. It did not feel like the normal three-hour show to me. It felt a lot shorter. Um, one thing I liked is... I mean, they're kind of doing what I complained about last week. They started the sh- two shows the same, the same way, way, similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Raw started with Vince showing up in the limo, and I like how they transitioned, like, the whole beginning. It didn't feel like nothing was cut 
almost. You know there was cuts, but it didn't really feel like that. Vince, um, you know, gets out the limo and goes or whatever to wherever he was going. Um, and then I believe it goes to Braun Strowman, right? Yeah, in the middle in of the ring. ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the whole thing with, uh, Baron. with Baron Corbin uh-huh. coming out. And then they run backstage and they're back to... Uh, so they're backstage and he's looking for Baron Corbin. And I love the, the, what is it? I don't know, scene or something? Because it's a show, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a scene, yeah. So, um, Braun Strowman goes like down this long hallway and you hear the strum of the guitar and it just pans and, yeah. and Elias was there. I think <laughs> yeah, that was that done was really perfect. Yeah. Like, there was no cuts. That Usually they do like, um... A transition where it fades and they're in a different part of the place. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they got really creative with how um, how uh, Braun Strowman finds Baron Corbin. Yeah, because, I mean, they could have done it where Braun is, continues walking and then finds Elias way down the hallway. Yeah. Like, we just and they follow, follow him, yeah. And then he comes back all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So or they was... could have had it where it carries on throughout the show and we yeah, find yeah, out yeah, near yeah. the end of the show um, what what's about to happen, but... So he does that. He comes out, you know, finds Baron Corbin because Elias tells him where he is um, and all that. And then destroys the limo. And he doesn't know it's Vince's limo. We know that. We know that. So we know, like, what's about to happen. And Vince comes and, I don't know, man, still seeing these um, interactions with Vince and the superstars now. I feel like it feels really good. Uh, Yeah, I agree. Because it doesn't feel like he's putting himself into the show as, like he would have in the in the Attitude Era, right? Or, where he's the focus, everything kind of moves around. Yeah, him. right. It doesn't feel like that. He's just interacting with people, and for the most part, it feels like anytime he's interacting with people on the roster, it's, I mean, throughout the show, it shows like people are looking for an opportunity to get a spot on the show, and that's what it feels like more than. Him being the bad guy, and right, you who's, know, he's the puppet master. The, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, that was really good. So he, because he destroys the limousine, takes them out of the championship match at Royal Rumble. How would you feel about that? Um, is kind of weird. I'm wondering why they did that. I think it, it, the only the only reason I can I can assume that they did that was that he's re- he's not clear. Yeah, I think that's probably the most obvious reason. Right, is that he hasn't fully recovered from his surgery, which makes sense because it wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, then he flips the limousine, and you're like, wait. But I mean, they made it look like there was no help to flip that limousine. I don't know. I think. You know that there is, I think, because of how, like, I don't know. The, speaking how of simple cuts, the cuts were so awkward. Yeah, those cuts were pretty weird. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't as obvious as when he tipped over the ambulance. Yeah. Where there's obvious, you know, help. So. And then, it's funny, because now that you mentioned the uh, the ambulance, um, Michael Cole's like, that limo's got to weigh two tons. <laughs> like, we've seen him flip an ambulance. Yeah, 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 You're yeah. tripping about a limousine? Yeah, um, 
I don't know. It was cool. And then we kind of get that scene. It does. It did feel like a show this week for some reason. And that's why I said to you, I was like. Same thing with SmackDown. It felt like one segment in SmackDown. But it felt like a show because we cut to commercial and we come back. And the security's, you know, watching him leave. He goes to the door. And the door right next to the one he leaves, Baron Corbin comes through. And it's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, so it does feel like a television show this week. And I kind of liked it. That's what. That's why I told you like this is a really good episode of Raw, and then after you watched it, you came to me saying it wasn't right. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You built it up um, in my because I hadn't watched it yet. You built it up in my head, and I, I kind of had it built up also because a friend of the podcast, Alvin, never really messages me about wrestling on Raw or like on Monday, but he messaged me, you know, saying, "Oh, are you watching Raw?" Which wasn't what I thought was for the reason why he did but because of that and then because of you hyping it up i was like oh this gotta be a really good raw well maybe we did to you what you did to me the week prior <laughs> <laughs> and you made me you were like oh man you gotta watch raw the young books come out and no, they come out with Cody. Uh, uh, whatever you did and you made me believe that something amazing was gonna happen it was pretty cool I don't know. You guys just you you mainly built up Raw so much that I expected it to be like an like incredible show and and then, um, it was, I don't know. I just didn't like the show overall. Really, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I didn't feel like there was a boring moment at all. I think they there wasn't too much of like filler. Um, there wasn't there wasn't filler except for maybe revival Lucha House Party. But with this, but raw, that was a good match, though. It was a good match. It was a good match. And what I liked about during that match is they had the, and this is something I mentioned before, the backstage kind of report of, oh, I'm here right, in front of yeah. Vince's office, um, and there's people lined up t- right. looking it's for like an a, opportunity. Like a sports. Show yeah, really. it's exactly what I had talked about before that I wish they would have done with Renee. Um, yeah. While she was a backstage uh, interviewer and stuff like that. Um, so they did that. I really liked that. A good match with Revival and Lucha House Party. Um, Jinder Mahal had an interaction with, um, oh wait, hold up. Did I just get, yeah, I just skipped over. Yeah, you just skipped over why that interaction between yeah. Mahal and Vince McMahon even happened. Vince McMahon comes out. Oh no! It was it was right after revival, right? When it was right after revival. When he comes out the, yeah. and she just puts the microphone in his face. <laughs> yeah, and and I think right there you can tell where Vince McMahon has expectations of, you know, the on-screen personas because he's he kind of waits for her to say something. Yeah, but then he kind of says, "Oh, what you want to know? You want to you want to know the scoop? Like yeah. trying to get." her to say something and she kind of dropped the ball there but you can see yeah. where he actually cares about but i the think other on-screen personalities standing out i think you could see that any interaction that he has yeah, with yeah, anyone. yeah um i don't know there's something about this current vince mcmahon on screen that's so good like way more polished than previous vince mcmahon you could see him in boss mode almost like it, well you could just you kind of see Vince McMahon more in the character of Mr. McMahon now. Yeah. Because there is a difference between Mr. McMahon and Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um, and I think 
back in the day, you know, the 90s, 2000s, early 2000s, we always saw Mr. McMahon. That's all it ever was. It was the yeah. evil boss who doesn't want the fans to have his way, have their way and blah, blah, blah. And now it's kind of more, he's still a little bit there. Yeah. Know, Mr. McMahon's still a little bit there. Um, but Vince McMahon, you know, the real yeah. life guy who is trying to put on a show for entertainment, for people to enjoy. He's kind of, you know, showing a little bit of that on yeah. screen. Yeah, I think he's definitely been doing that with any interaction that he's had. Um, but yeah, I like how he, what you said, she kind of dropped the ball and then he's like, you want the scoop? Well, I'm going to go to the ring right now and just give it to everyone myself. Right. Um, and then he's about, he, he. I don't even think he had the chance to even he say anything. He get a word in, yeah. And John Cena just interrupts it. And mm. the, I know earlier we said that he was washed, but I think this promo was really good that he did with Vince. I think this promo is really good because when you're John, you can't bury Vince McMahon. You're not going to do that on the mic. And something John Cena does on the mic is he kind of buries the, the talent. Yeah. Um, you can't do that with Vince McMahon. So no. that's kind of why it was, you know, a good promo. Yeah. So he did a really good promo kind of asking for an opportunity to make history and become a 17 time champion. He didn't really say that, but he said, you took a chance on me. During the ruthless aggression era, and I I still have that ruthless aggression. That's basically what he's trying to say to Vince. Um, Drew McIntyre comes out and says, "You know, your time's done with. Your time is up. My time is now. It's bloody now. Why does he always put? I feel like he doesn't know how to use bloody. He puts Uh, it in like like, really weird. I feel like they want him to use it more than he actually wants to. Oh, well, aren't we they? Right, we are the authority, actually. Yeah, so That's true. we don't want you to say it no more. Um, <laughs> Forgot about that. So, yeah. So, he comes out and does that. Um, Baron Corbin comes out and says why he should um, have the opportunity for the title. Vince is just kind of like, I love these guys. You know, these yeah, are like three yeah. big, huge guys. And then Finn Balor comes out. Um and he kind of says it like it is. Uh, you've never. I don't think that's the case. That's definitely not the case that's in real what, life. He's definitely speaking on behalf of what the fans' perspective yeah. is. And I think this whole segment was from the fans' perspective of Vince and like three big guys, like, oh yeah, yeah let, let's do a match right now. And then the little guy and Vince is, you know, like kind of thrown back by it. Exactly. And I think I like that they did that. Yeah. They acknowledged what we think is right. Right, right. And play into it because that's going to make us pop for it, you know. Right. Especially Vince um kind of playing along with the well, look at all this meat here like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at all this beef. Yeah, this and beef. you don't want to get involved in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're yeah. Basically calling him a little guy and then there's three big guys you'll never right be able but I think what people don't understand is I think Vince really does like the underdog story. Vince, I don't. Yeah, I agree. Vince loves that underdog story. And I think people just misinterpret. Yeah. I think that people with size. Yeah. And it just so happens that in the past it has been size maybe twice. Really realistic. Three times realistically. Uh-huh. But look at guys like 
Mick Foley. He's not a buff guy, but he's no. that underdog story that Vince McMahon yeah, wanted I, to show. And people don't want to wait for that. Right. And if you don't wait for that, it doesn't feel as big. I mean, right, think about... Yeah. I Off top, I could think about times when the underdog, uh, someone that's smaller, not necessarily a small person, right. but someone smaller than the opponent has gone over. You think about Hulk Hogan against Andre. Yeah. None of them are small guys, but Andre is much bigger. If right. if it was true that Vince only wants the bigger guy to go over, H- Hogan wouldn't have gone over. But right. But then you also have the factor of Andre's time is almost going to come up with his career. Yeah. So we got to get this next future talent over. Right. But in cases like um, Daniel Bryan, that yeah. was a great story where he has and. And he seems to do this a lot too, where he puts the underdog in a match the same night that he has to have that big match. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. makes the story that much better because yeah. you feel like, oh, this guy is already not a hundred percent to compete. Right. What same he's thing definitely with, not gonna win. Same thing with Bret Hart, WrestleMania ten, yeah. he's going against Yokozuna, huge, humongous guy. Yeah. And earlier in the ma- earlier in the night, he has to face Owen Hart, and he l- yeah. he loses to Owen Hart. People are like, "Oh, what chance does Bret Hart have now against Yokozuna?" Yeah. He's he's tired. He got beat earlier tonight. Yokozuna's huge, and he still gets that win. Yeah. So I think people misinterpret, or people don't understand that there has to be a time where that underdog. I mean, I think you had to. Say you put Finn in the title position since the first his when he first won the universal title. Right. Say he's still in that position. I don't think we care about Finn as much as we do now. We're not as passionate about him deserving a uh, title opportunity no, as we are probably now. Not. We so probably I, have our eye on someone else, hoping they got an opportunity. Exactly. And I think while we're in the vortex of wrestling, we don't understand that until we right. take a step back and see what's happening. I mean, really, Vince McMahon is a mastermind at making the audience react how he wants them to react. And they don't even know it. Yeah, exactly. Because they're so pissed that Finn hasn't got a title rematch. Well, you're supposed to be. Yeah. Because of this story. Exactly. They're so pissed that Finn had to go against Jinder Mahal to then go into the Fatal 4-Way match. Well, you're supposed to be. Yeah, because when he does win, it's going to make it feel that much better. Exactly. And then they're so elated when he wins that Fatal 4-Way that it... It makes it a a worthy payoff. Yeah, exactly. So I think, man, if he if Finn does get that title, I think it's finally gonna feel good. Um. Yeah, it's gonna make up for. Honestly, I I think it's gonna make up for the, the lack of, um, importance that the title has had. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then you have a lot of people saying Seth Rollins should still be in that title picture right or should yeah. be in that title picture i mean um but i think there's other plans for him i feel like i feel like where he's at now is a good fit for now um i don't really after this week i don't really understand where he's at to be honest me neither but i still like it <laughs> so we have a new ic champion right. which is the almighty <laughs> Lashley, um, Lashley, I was pretty shocked that that happened. Yeah, me too. I was, and I'm I honestly liked, shocked. I, all right, don't don't get this confused. I don't like 
Bobby Lashley right, as champion. Yeah. But that's just because I don't like Bobby Lashley. Right? right. In a way of, he's the bad guy. I don't like him. Okay. Okay. So you in you don't like him because of because of I'm not his supposed character. To. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not supposed to. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Okay. But I like storyline. I like that he is champion. Okay. I feel like it's something fresh because now the IC title is not being thrown between um, Seth and Dean anymore. I feel like that story could get deeper than just a championship because that's what that story has right. felt yeah. like it's all about for now. Right. Um. It's kind of gotten in the way of their yeah, story. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like that might bring a new freshness to that story. And then I don't know. I'm hoping Dolph Ziggler doesn't pop up and say he wants to face Bobby Lashley for the IC title. I we need someone new to challenge for that title. Yeah. It feels like it's been thrown around between the same people. Dolph Ziggler, Seth Rollins. Um even when I seen Dean Ambrose come out with the title this week i was like man this just doesn't feel right like we've seen that before we've seen him with the right, IC title yeah. um i think it just needs something fresh um yeah i 100% agree i agree with that statement i don't like bobby lashley but i don't i just don't like him at all um uh, but i did like that they put the title on him because it was such a shock to me yeah uh we you rarely get sh- big shocks like that anymore yeah um I, but I don't know. I, I, I think you have a point. They shouldn't just throw someone like Dolph in there. Yeah, I mean, because ha- if you could think of the, the last few people that have had that title, I think of The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Seth Rollins. And Dean uh, Ambrose. And Dean and Ambrose. It, yeah. Uh, who else has had that That's title? it, I think, really. Um. Did, um... No... Who else had that? I don't know. The only In names recent. I can think about. Did Roman have it recently? No. He had no. The, no. The that, U.S. That was, he had the U.S. That title. The, yeah, that was before Seth won the Rusev? title. No. Daniel Bryan? No. Yeah, so I can't think of anybody. This last <laughs> year, yeah. 2017, like from Mania to now, I mm-hmm. guess, the only names I can think of that held the title were The Miz, Seth, and Dolph and Dean and that's it. Yeah, so and I think those were legitimately the only guys that held it. This yeah, this so it needs something fresh. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I guess the Fatal Four Way is all we have to talk about. The Fatal Four Way match where John Cena talks too much. That's yeah, where he's washed. <laughs> yeah, he man, he's just I don't know. He I don't understand it because. He's like trying to conduct people when they already know what to do. Yeah. Like for the finish, he was telling Finn, go up. Like, Finn doesn't know that he's supposed to go up. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like if me and you were wrestling and we're making stuff up on the fly. Right. Um, And I'm well, telling you what to do. It's like if you're telling me what to do and I already am doing it, really. Yeah. Yeah. And then for the, when he, you know, Finn pins Cena, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, and then Cena says something else. I didn't really catch what he said, but he very obviously says something like, yeah. he's the only guy on the roster that I know that speaks with his entire mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he moves so, his yeah. entire jaw has to open for him to speak. Yeah. And it's like, God, it's man. bad. It takes you out of the, you know, 
Yeah, it takes you out of the experience of your watching wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and you're it's more like you're watching I don't know, you can't compare it to anything no, really. No, you really can't. It's like you're I watching I mean, you can't compare it to anything, but if it's like you're watching on the screen Avengers and then someone just yells cut and then everybody that's on the site just starts, you know, walking around random and talking like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's But even that's not like it. No. <laughs> you know, you just can't describe anything. Nothing's like it, but it's weird. Finn gets that big win, which was um a shock to me. Yeah. Was it a shock that he got the win? Yeah. I felt like I kind of knew already that he was going to get the win. I don't know. It was a shock to me. I would have been more shocked if he didn't win. I think the shock was him getting the pin over um, John. Yeah. That was the big shock. Um, I think the match was lackluster, though. It didn't have as much as um, it should have. Yeah, I don't think so. I, don't, I, don't, I think he could have thrown really some like people it. into the posts a few times. But <laughs> Baron Corbin did take the post pretty nasty, like, I don't know if he hit nasty, but the sound of it was just, it echoed in the building and the whole crowd heard it. And they're like, oh, I think they almost <laughs> felt bad for a Corbin for a second. As much yeah, as they hate him, when right. that sound went off in the arena, they went nuts. They were right. like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, speaking of post spots, let's get into SmackDown. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa we whoa. skipped by two huge things on Raw. What do we skip? One of them, the tag team match between Ronda and Sasha. Ronda and Sasha teaming against oh. Tamina and Naya, which I thought Sasha carried the whole match, but I thought what happened after was amazing. Oh, yeah. That was... Um, super good build up, and it, it'll make the match really interesting. The only thing I have to say is Ronda needs to stop talking like she's about to burst into tears. Yes. Uh, but other than that, I think it was great build up to a match that kind of feels like just whatever match <laughs> i'm just imagining her face when she's talking she doesn't look she like, does she's, look gonna like she's gonna start crying um and speaking of the woman and tag team matches the woman tag team title is being revealed yeah i didn't like that the way they were the way they it. did it it felt like i don't understand it here's either. the titles let's go on with the rest of the show let's that's what it Paul felt Heyman. like Heyman. yeah it didn't make sense yeah it made no sense whatsoever. it should have had i mean i think stephanie should have came out um and shown the titles and pulled the thing off i don't know yeah. something that feels special i guess right. um it didn't have to have like the whole women's roster on stage to watch it right. happen yeah 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 um or even just but, the backstage like stephanie pre-recording like these are the women's titles yeah something. exactly yeah. um or um, alundra blaze throwing the old woman titles in the trash <laughs> and bring it <laughs> No, just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Wasted off her ass. Um, what do you think about the titles themselves, though? I like them. They look different than other titles, which I like. Yeah. So, when Alvin messaged me, okay. are you watching Raw? After I watched Raw, the first thing I thought was, oh, it's because Finn went over. It's because the titles were revealed. Because <laughs> I'm a title mark. I didn't even think of that that would be the reason why he messaged me, but um, I have mixed emotions on the titles. Okay. I I think I like them, um, but I don't know if it's just because they're not a copy of every other title, because that's what we've been seeing in the WWE, yeah. or if I actually like them. <laughs> I think I have to see them around the waist of the Iconics before I know if I oh. like them or not. <laughs> okay. And then I'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I was going to say, I I want to see how they look on 
a team. Right, yeah. On, on anyone. Yeah. Just, yeah. Which could have been a moment for... I mean, Stephanie could have just came out wearing one and been like, here's the title. Here's the title. But speaking of titles, I think my favorite titles, like the looks right now, uh-huh. is definitely the UK Tag Team Championship titles. Um, I love those titles. I don't know why. Those, those are nice looking titles. They're not my favorite, but they are very nice. The gold is just so beautiful. Yeah, the gold is very... They nailed the color yeah, of the gold on that belt. You disagreed with belts. me, but I said it looks very nostalgic of the uh, Attitude Era and I, WWE yeah, Championship. I I to me, that's it. what it looked like. Um, you disagreed, but that's okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah, now moving on. Moving Smackdown. on to SmackDown. Where do we start? Um, well, we start the show very similar to how we start Raw in yeah. the parking lot. And another thing that I'm going to complain about is why did we start the show exactly like the show we watched last week? Or the day before. Or, yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I liked... At, at, on its own, I liked the opening of SmackDown. Yeah. Becky Lynch driving in... Who was it? Charlie? No, no, it no, wasn't no, Charlie. No, no. It was the same... Girl, oh, it was Dasha. Dasha yeah. Fuentes. I think it was. Talks to her, tosses her the keys, and then we kind of pan to, and you don't really think it's involved with the same thing, but you pan to the new day in Heavy Machinery, which I don't know what the fuck they're doing with Heavy Machinery. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't really know what they were doing in NXT, but this yeah. just ain't it I me. don't remember <laughs> that dude being um, the Tasmanian Devil and right. not knowing how to talk. Yeah. Like, is that a language that he's actually... There's definitely some like there's some English in there, yeah. Um, it, but... it, it, you remember Fat Albert, the dude with the mask, yeah, <laughs> that, that like just gibberish or whatever yeah. he was talking. Um, but yeah, I don't know what they were doing in NXT, but I'm not feeling this what they're doing. Yeah, but no. I am feeling that you know he makes this gross smoothie and the New Day's not having it. But like I said, I didn't think it was involved in the same. You know, yeah, I thought it was just gonna be an opening shot of all of the SmackDown people being weird <laughs> yeah but then the man shows up and she's like oh y'all have a chug and she drinks it and she's like it's kind of weak and then she goes out to the ring <laughs> thought that was amazing i like how you could hear the new day in the back yeah like, <laughs> that's why she's a man yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah yeah really, really hyped good. about it yeah. um yeah i, I like that they kind of kept the creativeness of the one shot all the way through until she goes yeah. out um to make the entrance. Um, I really like those panning and transitional things that they're doing to make it feel different. It's very, starting to feel like the show is going to be different. Yeah. Um, other than that, that was kind of like the only time that happened, except for maybe like when Samoa Joe was, wa- and I loved this because it's Samoa Joe walking down the hall and then it pans and, EC3 is looking at himself in the mirror, and you know these guys have history because they're both from TNA. So that, I really like that because that's like foreshadowing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what somebody said on Twitter about like that moment and like Lacey Evans and all these people and like Heavy Machinery? Yeah. They're like, why are these NXT call-ups just backstage like it's WWE my career? (laughs) Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, man. But But yeah. How do you feel about that though? Like all them... Just being backstage at both shows, not I like really it. knowing. I like it because it, it, I don't know. I just, 
because they're all they're building up like five six people at once so yeah. i think that's better to be like oh well they're backstage at both shows to see where they're gonna be than like yeah one week you get one person show up and the next week you get another you know yeah, and their song just hits. I mean, they did yeah. it with Nikki Cross on Raw where her song just hits. Right. Before we saw her backstage, I believe. Right. That girl's crazy. She's an actual... You have to have amazing stamina and cardio to be Nikki Cross. <laughs> and she's so she good at staying down. in character. Yeah, she is. I, I was going to talk about that, but I completely forgot. I think she is one of the best characters right now in the women's division um because because like you said with the storylines where everything feels new because we've never seen the woman do it same thing with the characters we've never seen a woman kind of play that crazy you know on screen so it's pretty good i mean the closest we've gotten was uh alicia fox right but But that's like that's not her character yeah no no no, that's just (laughs) alicia fox (laughs) no i'm just kidding um you can ask ronda rousey but yeah she is crazy. Yeah. Um. Back to SmackDown though. Uh, there was nothing really impressive to me other than Rey Mysterio and Andrade. Now, <sighs> he has just one name. Um, it just. I don't know. I liked SmackDown. I liked most of SmackDown. Um, I thought Becky's promo to begin with was really good, where she's talking about everybody thinks it's easy to beat a man, but they try and they fail. That's good. Um, and then I like that the Iconics come out and she's just like, let's throw down. And she doesn't even have ring gear yeah. on. That feels very 90s as well. Yeah. And I almost like her without like ring gear. Like yeah. she should be in street clothes. Yeah. That would be pretty crazy to see every week. Pretty cool. Um, like you, I, I liked the Smojo not facing Mustafa Ali. And just beating yeah, those that good. felt especially on the road to WrestleMania, especially on the Showing road to WrestleMania, aggression. yeah, to the um, road to the Royal Rumble. How did you feel about Asuka then challenging um, Billy? Is that her name, Billy? Billy, Billy K. Kay. Uh, Billy K. And just like destroying her way quicker than what um, Becky was able to do with Peyton. Um, I like it because it almost shows that Asuka is motivated by what her her challengers are doing yeah which you know usually with a champion we don't really see that yeah i thought and and they also kind of teased her arrogance working against her because she's going for or she's doing the disarmer while staring at Becky, yeah, and she almost, and got she pinned almost gets it. pinned for it. So I thought, yeah, that I was thought really that was, I thought that was going to be the end of that match. And Me too. That was going to be used against her. Like, yeah, she's distracted by. Damon is getting a in small head. picture. Like, there's something bigger going on. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. So Mustafa Ali is probably never going to wrestle again. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. Um... <laughs> Like you said, Ray versus Andrade Cien Almas. Yo, I liked uh, Ray's ring gear this week, except for the mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Almas liked it either, because he, like, ripped a piece of it. I don't know, by accident? or Man. But, great match, all around. Classics. I want to see these guys wrestle every fr- every Friday night. <laughs> every Tuesday night. That's how good it was. <laughs> it made him think we were watching Friday night. 
Smackdown. Yeah, it made me think this was 2005. Back, yeah, when we were still children yeah. and we couldn't watch the whole show. On Friday we could. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. Thursday night Smackdown we couldn't. That's why I went back to Friday night Smackdown. <laughs> Look, I heard word on the street is okay. someone backstage told Ray that they loved the match and it felt like he was wrestling uh, Eddie. Wow. So. Whoa. Big okay. compliment to um, Andrade. I definitely see that in a lot in their spots um, where it's kind of like the spot where, I don't know how far you got in the match, but Andrade, instead of pinning him traditionally, he pins both his arms down with their hands locked and Ray gets one arm up and Almas kind of leaps into the air. But Ray catches him with his legs, and that spot's very reminiscent of a Eddie Ray yeah. style of wrestling. I think a lot of the arm drags don't really see Ray doing arm drags with anybody really, but Eddie. Um, yeah, and they did another Canadian destroyer this week. Yeah, and Almas got the win again. Yeah, what is it? Two to one. Two to two to. I don't know. Have they had three matches? Um, Last week, was it one-on-one or a tag match? It was a tag match. Okay. Joe and uh, Andrade. Now, Andrade. I was going to say Cien, yeah. but you, you got to get used to these Cien things, Almas. Huh? I'm calling him Cien Almas no matter what. Yeah, so they tagged up against Ray and um, Don- oh, Mustafa. Mustafa. And um, then they had this match. Man, did he? Did they get? They the, posted the win last. Last time, um, Andrade got the win over, over Ray. Over Ray, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so two twice. I don't think they faced each other before. Well, that. I think one of them post. I think Ray posted and said, "You're two and one. We're two and one now." Hmm. I don't know. Maybe when you're a legend, you just get one win. Yeah. <laughs> just because you get one, just because you're a legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, nothing else from that SmackDown. I feel like yeah, Raw no. took it this week. Yeah, I, I don't know. A weird thing about both these shows was the Mandy segment, really weird. And I feel it was out of place in the whole, you know, what WWE in is In our now. times. In our times. Along and with Alexa Bliss. And along with Alexa, exactly. Along with Alexa Bliss, which there's no reason for that. Yeah, look, if we're booking this as a whole... There's some old guys with their neck beards and getting all aroused <laughs> up and just, you know. Booking, booking shit that doesn't make sense. And yeah. It has no reason to happen. It just felt like, I don't know, really awkward, out of place. Yeah, we're not in that time yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't get it. It's the know. new, new, new era. We got some yeah. firing to do around here. <laughs> all right, which one, whichever one of you is leaking stuff to Dave, <laughs> you're fired. Yeah. I don't know. I think I don't know. I think wrestling SmackDown took it for me, and Raw was just too much shoved into one episode for me to enjoy. Really? Yeah. I loved Raw this week. AJ Styles, though. AJ Styles. Oh, man. Come get your hot dogs. There was a lot of hot dogs on there that went to waste. There was. And... I don't know who was more mad about that, me or Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, he tweeted something today that was like, "How dare AJ Styles and WWE encourage their fans to eat hot dogs?" And he like put a PETA video attached to it. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh, if he's working with PETA, he way. really is a heel. 
He's going all the way with this gimmick. I mean, yeah. it's not even a gimmick. It's really him, just yeah, not well, in this. It's the real Dan. It's the it's new too... Daniel. It's the real new Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I like also, you notice when AJ came out and um, the women were still in the ring? Yeah. I think they need to do that more. Where they kind of just blend yeah. moments. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't, like, yeah. Just let it happen. Right. I th- they've done it a few times. My bold prediction is that we're going to see an Oscar versus AJ Styles feud because he just stared her down like no. he wanted to take her title. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it from Daniel Bryan, so I'll take it from I Oscar. think, I think we're going to get an intergender match soon, and the man is going to be the first. Uh, Demon? The man. Surprisingly, the man is going to be the first woman. <laughs> to to be face a, inter- a man. <laughs> yeah. In an in intergender match. So I feel it. Slowly um, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon. I thought when he came out, I thought we were gonna get like a mixed tag match out of nowhere. That would have been weird. It would have been weird, but I don't. I wouldn't have doubted it happening. I was like, okay, he's gonna come out and say, "Oh, you think you're the man? Well, so do I. Well, I'm, I'm the, the man, man that built this house." <laughs> so, and then just then they do some like he just walked around the ring and then up the. Yeah, stairs, which was cool into the crowd to the hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, kind of weird. I was expecting him to be like, "Let's tag team and go against the two champs," because that's where we're kind of headed. You know, one of those things. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the challengers against the champs, and then right, she kind of does the same thing that happened with John. Like they get the win, but because of her, and then she kind of like, oh, "Psych, I'm not gonna shake her hand. <laughs> we work together still." <laughs> You're not a legend contract. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This went way too too deep, I guess. Into your fantasy booking. Yeah, which I don't do too much of, but it happens from time to time. Of course. And that was probably the worst one I've booked. All right. Last question. And this okay. isn't one of those questions where I just hit stop after. <laughs> Um, so I had to give an actual answer to this. Yeah, okay. So okay. we see... We talked about John Cena being washed. Okay, yeah. Um, Who's the next guy that sells all the merch to the children um, and wears crazy color? Not necessarily crazy colors, but who's but that release next a, person? They release a new shirt every month. So yeah, could, for the um, kids. I mean... It felt like Roman was going to go in it that direction. It felt like Roman was, was going to go in the di- direction. But yeah. now Roman's um, not working. So uh-huh. we're kind of... Do you feel like that might be a reason why John Cena stepped back in? Um, That may have played a factor, yeah. Um, And, I mean, we see that he's coming towards the end of his career. Yeah, he definitely is. Um, he, he can say it all he wants that he's not, but yeah. he definitely so is. So who's that guy? Who's gonna be that? I don't that forever babyface. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's any of the guys we've already seen right now. Cause I don't know. It kind of felt like a passing of the torch to Finn. Um, I don't know. I really I, don't. That's, I, that, I, that could have been what he said on the floor. This is your big moment, champ. I'm sure that's exactly what he said. Actually, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet against that being the exact wording of what he said. And then said. they pass the torch. It's an early. Did you also notice torch. how scared he was to take the coup de grace? Oh yeah, I, but I mean, uh, it's understandable. Did you see <laughs> yeah, how? But if high you're working, if goes? you're working 
15 years in the business, do you think you could be able to take a double foot stomp from the top rope without flinching that hard? Look, man, there's guys that are still working till this day that won't catch someone diving out the ring. You're going to be mad. You're going to be mad because John Cena can't take a double foot stomp from about 15 feet up in the air. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Finn fits that. I don't know. I really don't have the answer. If Roman was still around 100%, he's the, you know, he's there. He was already top merchandise sales. Yeah. Um, but I really don't know. Rey Mysterio. (laughs) Come on now. Um, I don't know. I think, I think possibly it could be Finn. I don't but know. they'd have to bring the demon full time back, because you want to sell face paint to these right, kids, right? Yeah. Um, you want the shirts with the demon, you know, on, the it demon and on the it. man, the extraordinary. I think they're kind of trying to get away from the demon because they keep calling him the extraordinary man who does extraordinary things. Yeah, I don't like it. Let's just keep calling him the Balor Club. The Balor Club. You don't call a person the Balor Club. Yeah, I mean. If you get two of those people, they are now. <laughs> well, you don't call one person the Um, I don't know. I think. No, no. You do call him the Balor Club because every time he comes up and say they're in like Phoenix, the Balor Club has came to Phoenix. If it was a group of people that were fans of Finn Balor, they ne- they didn't come to Phoenix. They were already there. So by him being there, he is the Balor Club. He is the Balor Club. Okay. So um, I don't know though. Um, I think Finn might be one of those names that's thrown in the hat um but at the same time i think maybe it's someone we haven't seen yet oh ec3 ethan carter the third no absolutely uh, that guy has to stay heel his whole life um he doesn't even, i don't he just needs to stay in tna Send oh him back. my gosh can we at least just have a match with samoa joe before he leaves no um <laughs> i don't know i don't think we've because a lot of these guys like i want to say aj but He's like the same age as John Cena. Yeah. You know, I think he maybe has a little bit longer than John, but not yeah. too much we longer. Need, we need to know who the young guy is that's going to come in. You know what? I'll say Ricochet. Oh, oh Kota Ibushi. Oh, Ricochet. Yeah. yeah. Once Vince gets his hand on Ricochet, that's it. He's going to take off. He's going to be the next John Cena. Okay. I could see that. I could see. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. This has been the podcast. You can follow me at New Age though. On everything that I am at New Age Rudel on. Um, and you can find my co host on Twitter at Walk With Geo. And you can follow us both on our wrestling podcast Twitter account, Foreign Object WP, on Twitter. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Will we see the revival in Las Vegas at the MGM at Double or Nothing? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yes, we will. Forever the revival.